episode on New Year's, but we, we didn't did. record it then, so this is our first <laughs> actual recording of 2023. the sound waves of 2023, yeah. Joel and Jesse are joining you. You're back. Now, 2022, Jesse, how would you describe it as a unit in film? For film. For film. Mediocre. Yeah. Too, me, fi- mediocre to fine. Wow. There were <laughs> the amount of crap films equal oh, the amount of really gosh. good films, yep. and I, I have a lot of r- average films. I think that 2021 was a better year for movies. Even though a lot of it was in lockdown. You yeah. okay. I, I did watch more movies this year. I like nearly So, like, I think I got 35 last year and 76 this year. Well done. So, I've watched more bad films, but I just think overall that 2021 was, like, I had a lot of, like, really good films that year. Yeah. There weren't as many this year. Maybe because I'm a harsher marker now. But I mean, I feel like the more movies we watch, the more harsh we're getting, which is really sad because, yeah. Jesse, I've had to give movies a half a star this year. <laughs> I do have a half a star on this list. Don't yeah. One. It's a bit crushing as someone who loves yeah. the positivity and the good movies. But I've got to say, some of the movies this year have fatigued me as oh well. Oh my goodness. Like, they've been so bad. I'm just like, I don't feel like watching a movie e- tomorrow. E- every every movie on my list is a three out of ten or lower. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen some bad movies this we're year. We're in for a treat from Jesse's part. Mine... Last year, for a point of reference, my lowest one, I think, was Red Notice or Old. No, it was Old, yeah. Old. You gave it two stars. Two stars. Yeah. I think we're down to half a star. Yes. But there's like yes, one, one, one in there. The rest of them are like two. I'm proud of you. One Joel. and a half. I'm proud of you, mate. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. So, every film on your list has failed. Is that... Is that right? Um. Oh, yes. That's good. <laughs> Yay! This year we've done it. We've done it. All right. So stay tuned, though, for the best of 2022 because there were some really good ones. Yeah. That's coming later. We need a bit more time to watch good movies. Yes. We just watch so many bad ones. So. Yes. Some yeah. of them have been cinema-only releases that we might have missed or um, got to find the DVD for it in my case or just somewhere to watch <laughs> Gotta find the DVD. Gotta find the DVD for it. I want to watch it on the big screen, okay? With my surround sound. Let me be, (laughs) Jesse. Alrighty. So, did you want to kick us off? Alright, excellent. Um, I feel bad about my number ten because it it wasn't like it's a Netflix movie, but I feel like it was popular enough for me to put it on the list because it has some big actors. It's got Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo. Zoe Saldana. Oh no! <laughs> no! It is the Adam Project. I didn't mind this one. It was Why crap. It bad? Why do you think it's bad? To be fair, I watched it when I had COVID, so I was like a bit depressed <laughs> already. But so basically, it breaks the most important rule of time travel that has ever been established by any movie. <laughs> you can't go back in time to your f- past self or forward <laughs> to your future self. Like, and this movie, they completely ignore that rule. <laughs> And so they effectively created a never-ending time loop as the younger version will always have to go and visit his younger version when he is older. Yeah, and you can't get out of it. Yeah. And it, it's impossible. Yeah, that makes me angry. And I'm if you can, if you can get past that, it's also not funny. <laughs> like, the only good part of it is the kid is a lot like Ryan Reynolds. Oh, like, he was fantastic. He was great. great but, like, the other three, Mark Ruffalo very phoned in. Zoe Saldana very phoned in. Jennifer Garner is just playing Jennifer Garner. 
Like, yeah. She's always the mum. Yeah. Movies. yeah. Who was the villain? I don't even remember. <laughs> she was bad. It was such an anticlimactic end scene, and there were some very ropey special effects at times. Oh, yeah. Was this yeah. a lockdown movie? Was it yeah. made? Yeah, it was. I think this is the movie that has now given me... I now have Ryan Reynolds fatigue. Oh, like, the dear. last... Ryan, Free Guy was excellent. That was in my top 10 for last year. Yeah, I remember. But now, I have Ryan Reynolds fatigue now. I haven't even attempted to watch Spirited, because I already hate Will Ferrell. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, now, but, I'm sick of him now. Right. He and needs to really I'll watch him. Stuff. I'll watch him if it's like... I'm going to watch Deadpool 3, obviously. I'm going to watch, like, if he's in a big movie, but... I'm not going to seek out these Ryan Reynolds Netflix movies because I think right. he's got a deal like Adam Sandler has. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm, yeah, I'm, We're doomed. I've had enough. Uh, so. Catherine Keener, Jesse, oh, plays yeah, Maya, right. yeah. who was the that villain. Was, yeah. She was atrocious. Sorry, I love you though because you were great in Knives Out. But, and you I mean, also, not Knives you also, Out, I'm going to spoil it a bit. You can't go back in time and tell your dad that he's going to die in two years <laughs> or forward in time or whatever it was. But, yeah, it just It's so offensive to, yeah. to people who are semi-interested in time travel and I just yeah. never bought into it and people somewhat liked it I somewhat liked it oh but sorry <laughs> well it wasn't I didn't at, fail it but it's at yeah. the bottom of my like yeah. it, I gave it I think I gave it three star okay. or two and a half see I've, as I've established on this show I don't like sci-fi films so it has to be really good for me to like it and this was not really good this yeah. was really bad fair enough Jesse so that's my number 10 The Adam the Project The Adam Project Netflix needs to get their act together I say. they have done some good films yeah they have had some good ones but they usually do bad films so. yeah like Don't Look Up was fantastic but that's like as and, good as and, it gets. and Glass Onion as well oh Glass Onion Glass yeah. Onion we oh. love Glass Onion wrong <laughs> list Joel um, <laughs> alright on to my number 10 now this film has had itself memed for literally everything. It's okay. Morbin time. Morbius, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's actually not on my list. How? It just wasn't bad enough. Oh. <laughs> I give it like two stars. Oh, Jesse, I'm similar to yeah, that. It, it wasn't bad enough. What else did you watch this I honestly didn't hate year? it. Like, yeah, it was bad, but I quite enjoyed some of the action. That's and... right. I remember we went to watch it this. It wasn't bad. And you turned I mean, to me. It was bad, but it wasn't <laughs> like terrible. Oh, Goodness. <laughs> See, everything was CGI. It was all set in the dark. It's better than Venom, but that'd be carnage if I wanted to compare oh, no. those two. No yeah, way. way better than that. No. Yeah, Jesse, anyway, it's your pick. You yes, talk about let it. me talk this a lot. Let me talk about this a little bit. Jared Leto, I respect that he's trying something different. He's going from DC to Marvel. And, and kombucha. And kombucha. <laughs> um, but I just thought his performance was a little bit... I don't even know what I thought it was. It wasn't good. No, it was just mid. Yeah. Like, this movie, I had a lot of issues mainly with the directing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, because I thought that the director doesn't... He didn't... I don't know. The, the writing and the directing is what really frustrated me because they marketed this really well. Like, they did. I was uh, very keen for it. I would say they marketed it. And because it's a Marvel film, you wanted to watch it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but when they released that teaser trailer though, with Fur Elise playing, but it was a bit more like spooky, I thought that was great. I was yeah. like, heck yeah. yeah. I, was, I was in. And then it just got more and more goofy. Or like, it just <laughs> felt more and more like classic Marvel Sony it was, Yeah. I think if you have seen a film before, you will you will figure out the plot of Morbius about ten minutes. In. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, oh. there are two characters in the yes, film, pretty yes. much. So like, well, well, one of them's gonna be the bad guy, and one of them's Morbius. So. Yes. <laughs> Which spoiler alert? It's Matt Smith. Which Whoa. you like to figure out in the flashback. I was like, well, 
Cool. It was so funny because the film spends literally a minute like hammering it in. Like, like Morbius is like thinking. He's like his eyebrows are raising. Morbius is speaking. and he's like, hmm, what's going on here? How did it? Oh, he didn't have his walking stick. Oh, he's the villain. And we're all like, yes, we knew it five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of this movie is now Morbius is, is a verb. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed the Morbius memes. Yeah, that's why it probably doesn't make my list because it does have some good meme culture out of it. But um. This has gotten a cult following in like the worst way possible. People got it a no, re-release. It, it was a, yeah, Did you no, hear it, about it, that? It was, a, it was all a joke. So yeah. it had a fake cult following and Sony believed it and re-released it and no one saw it. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a massive L on that part. Um, yeah, just the only thing that I loved about this movie was probably Matt Smith. <laughs> oh, I didn't leave it like him. He's... Was there any like... The dance scene that he did was funny. Um, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I have the worst mid credit scene I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, this offended me. Mike this Peter. actually offended me. Hey, I don't know why I'm here, but I think it's got something to do with Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> you want to team up? Because if the spell in No Way Home is for everyone who knows Peter to like forget him and yeah. all the villains will go back to their own universes... Yeah. But Vulture was already in the MCU, yeah. and now he's going to a different universe. And I quote so director Daniel Espinosa, Jesse, yeah. he said, well, when you're playing around with multiversal stuff like that, who said that you can't go two ways through a door? <laughs> Doctor Strange <laughs> said that. This is my problem in with the no director, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not great. No. It's, it's not the worst Marvel film, but it's, yeah. it's like among the worst. Among the worst. I, I honestly prefer that to Thor, the Dark World. Wow. I would rather watch Morbius again. Okay. Because yeah. at least I wasn't bored in Morbius. I was just laughing <laughs> at that battle. <laughs> but I couldn't. I can't say I was bored. So that's why it gets it over the line a little bit. Yeah. I'm not defending it, but I just wasn't bored. Okay, that's And sometimes fair. I would rather watch a bad film than a boring film, you know? Nice to say. And I think yeah. it's what we go to the cinemas to watch and to be entertained and in some way or another. entertained for some of the time. Yeah. So. Fair <laughs> enough, Jesse. So my number 10 is Morbius. All right. My number... Nine is an Amazon Prime speciality. Ooh. Um, you know, Liam Neeson ah. always chucks out about two um, action movies with the same plot every year. Yes. There was two this year. One of them's called Blacklight, which is an honorable mention. That one at least had, he had something to fight for. He had a family. Yeah. It was still bad. But the one I'm going to talk about today is called Memory. I actually <laughs> wanted to watch. I still want to watch this. This is a good one. Co-starring Guy Pearce. Liam Neeson is a hitman. He's about 70 years old and he has Alzheimer's, so he can't remember if he's killed people or not, right. which questions his uh, employment early on. It also questions why it takes Guy Pierce 100 minutes to find him, um, <laughs> considering he can't remember. <laughs> It also makes me question how Liam Neeson is able to do half the things he can do in this movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just, it's so lifeless. Like, Liam Neeson, okay, he's not a bad actor, but you need to start playing roles for your age. You but can't this memory run one, around Jesse. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, Guy Pearce is terrible. I'll it out. He's bad. It's a shame. Trying to hunt him down. So, him and... The main why is he's basically Liam Neeson wanting to retire, but the reason it's worse than Blacklight is because he has no reason to retire. He doesn't have anything to re anyone to retire for. What, does he know that he's losing his memories, or is that why he wants to retire? Then no. Oh, <laughs> what? No, no, he does know. Sorry, he, oh, does, he, know. he does know. Okay, he does know. Right. But then, like, it was all right, and then he like sleeps with the thirty-five-year-old, and I'm like, okay. 
He wants to show us he's 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 still going it's strong. So, it's so it's such a lifeless film. It's actually sad. It's sad. When you think of like what Liam Neeson, Academy Award nominated Vishnu's list has has come to now. Oh no! It was it was a very sad when I it was a very sad watch. You might say this one will not stick in your memory, no, Jesse. Well, no. <laughs> like <clears throat> the ending scene, he he's in a hospital. He, he gets caught and he's in a hospital, right? Because he's in a mental asylum. And he tries to break out. So he kidnaps one of the doctors and puts on the doctor's shirt and then puts his jacket on the doctor and then covers them with a sheet. And then they shoot the guy who is wearing these lame reasons clothes, even though he is clearly shorter than him. <laughs> yeah, it just, it completely lost me about half an hour in. Oh no! <laughs> I just, it, I didn't want to include it because it was like, it's not trying to be like a huge success, but... I think it's time for Liam Neeson to stop. Oh, no! It's time, no, for, it's time for him to stop. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's my number nine memory. Oh, oh, no! Black Light has a Fast and Furious level car chase. Okay. And a daughter, a granddaughter that isn't annoying. So, that's why it's a bit better than this. Okay. But okay. this has nothing to fight for. It's a bit right. like how I was talking about with Jason Bourne. Like, he's got nothing to fight for. Yep, yep, yep. He's just sort of wandering but this around. Is, this is better than Bourne. <laughs> still better. Okay, still better, but not as good as Blacklight. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I did like it set... It has, like, pretty much apart from Liam Neeson, every other actor is Hispanic and goes into that culture. Okay, that's really good. Which is nice. Like, yeah. the, the... And there is one semi-good twist at the end, but... I, Swiss can be good, but if you don't care, then... <laughs> Yeah, it sounds so. like this film's just relying on the one gimmick of him you not have remembering. To, you, have to, you have to have an attachment to Liam Neeson, and I don't have that as a hater of The Phantom Menace. So. Oh, no! <laughs> All right, your number eight. Your number nine. My though. number nine. Now, I don't have a connection with the true events that inspired this story, but apparently it pissed off the original people who it was based on anyway, so I'm going to include it. The Stranger. It's oh, an Aussie film. Yeah, I've heard this is okay. No? I was not a fan of this right. one. I'm really this is sorry. the guy from Mission Impossible, right? Yeah, but, yeah. He was great. Actually, no, he wasn't. I put he was mid in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was great in Mission Impossible, but he was mid here. I just, I found myself really bored and it was getting close to my birthday. So I was like getting excited mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. watch a good movie and I thought this could be really good. And Jesse, this is a premiere that we were actually invited to, but we couldn't attend. Were we? Yeah. So I, didn't, I, didn't I was very I excited to watch this one. I was like, okay. Um, but it just felt very anticlimactic. And it was trying to be a performances driven, oh, driven, yeah, okay. but th- nothing was happening. Because it's Australian, it didn't work for that. Yeah. It just, <laughs> uh, apparently the family whose son was the victim, it's, it's, um, I'll just get a quick summary up here. I want to get it right. Was Joel Edgerton? That- uh, yes. Joel Edgerton. This is a bad year for Phantom, Phantom Menace actors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically a young kid, is kidnapped and then murdered. I'm going off. Um, right. And then they a police officer has to go undercover, who is Joel Edgerton, to get in with Sean Harris's character to get information and to get him to like confess and stuff. But he's not confessing. But that's literally all the film is. They're like just talking a lot. Like the most exciting part was when they go to like a road in the national park where the kid was kidnapped. Yep. And Sean Harris was like, yeah. The, you know, like, <coughs> I drove on this road, but I didn't kidnap him. Spoiler alert, he did. And he was oh. just covering it up. Ah. Um, 
<laughs> but it's just, it isn't tightly wrought like the description <laughs> says. It's just, even the family who the, um, it's, his son was the victim said audiences should support the GoFundMe that they've set up instead oh, of okay. watching this film. Well, that's good. Um, it was just really slow and it yeah. really pissed me off. The, the lo- slow burn that didn't, I didn't feel paid off. So I basically wasted, a, a, I think it was two, it was quite long. As well. It's nearly two hours. <laughs> and just for a lot of... That's like the average though now. So yeah, I know, but it felt long. It should have yeah. been an hour and a half. It should have been an hour, been hour and a half. Yeah. Half an hour could have been cut, I reckon. Yeah. But yeah, my number nine is The Stranger. All right. My number eight. Now, I understand I'm probably not the target audience. However, this film is probably the most boring film I watched this year. And one of the most ridiculous endings... That I don't care if it's the book ending, it's still bad. It makes you makes any attachment you had to the main character, at least for me, vanish instantly. Oh no. Oh actually wait, no. What do you think I'm talking about? No, never mind, keep going. From Reese Witherspoon's production company, starring Daisy Edgar Jones and Harris Dickinson of uh, Triangle of Sadness fame. And so he's in see how they run as well. He's pretty good in that. It is where the crawdads sing. That is my choice. No! I want to watch this one, Jesse. Don't. Why? Don't watch it. Why? It is two hours and five minutes. It feels longer than Avatar The Way of Water. Which, for a point of reference, is three (laughs) hours and 12 minutes. (laughs) It is a girl living in a marsh, which is as vibrant as it sounds, (laughs) and being bullied by people in society. And it's trying to make a comment on how... Like, she's can she has her own way of life and she's surviving, and it's uh, so I thought it was gonna be a murder trial movie because that was all that's in the trailers. It's yeah. not. They mismarketed it. No. Yes. Oh. Oh. Like the trailers in about half an hour. Oh. And she's of killing Harris Dickinson. She's innocent, but then we find out we never. It's never. Re- and then we find out when. So she, the, this is what annoyed me. I was already bored, so I didn't care about the ending. But I'm going to spoil it because don't watch this movie anyway. So I'm going to spoil it. I'm going to watch it, but you keep going. <laughs> Is that you cool if I spoil it? Yes. Yeah, go. Because I, I have to. All right, so, go. Uh, the film ends. She's 75 years old. Oh. Isn't she like 14? Yeah. Like for the rest of the plot? Yeah, like 20 or something. Oh, okay. And she dies of old age or yeah, something, right, whatever. Right, right. Then we find out that she actually killed Harris Dickinson. And she had been living as deemed innocent but had actually killed a man for about 60 years but the film tries to justify that because the man was like a threat to her life she didn't see it as a bad thing that she killed him she thought it was a natural thing that she just had to do and well both their lives are going to be better for it and I was like, you have tried for two hours to get me to buy in with this character who has now murdered an innocent guy he was innocent. Yeah, he didn't do anything. He was he was a bit like foppish at times, and a, like he was a bit of a womanizer. Right. But he didn't commit any crimes. He didn't. Was like, he? He never raped her. her. He never oh, raped her. Oh, he didn't do anything. anything to her. No. Well, yeah. Like they, the shows like she wasn't totally into the relationship. Right. But he didn't rape her or anything. Right. And completely, I just hated this character. Oh. And it, you don't feel sorry for her at all. Oh dear. At least I didn't. Oh right. Okay. Because. You can't. I I failed to see how she she can justify killing him, and that just took me out of like that just offended me so much. That's fair. So That's it was already much. boring, and it 
terrible ending. Twist ending that pushed the performance you in the wrong by Daisy Edgar-Jones is okay. She was much better and fresh. Right. Which is a movie we may talk about in a further episode. Um. Uh, yeah. I'm look. I'm stoked for Reese Witherspoon and her fem like a f- f- promotion of females in lead roles. I think that what they've done with the message is really good. But it still has to work as a film. Okay. At the end of the day. Okay. And it can't just be the concept as I've harped on about so many times. <laughs> it has to be a film and a concept, and this was only a concept. So. That's my number eight. Are you familiar with the book, Jesse? I'm not. Okay. But I understand it's very accurate to the book. Okay. Okay. Which is which I respect. Yeah. But if if the book's bad, you've got to make some changes. Like. Okay. Okay. That's fair <laughs> enough. That's fair enough. With a film adaptation, you do have that. You're allowed to make of... changes if the film the book sucks. So. Okay. All right. Well, I'm still going to watch it because okay. I've had it recommended. I'm to sorry, I'm spoiled. No, you, that's but okay. I have to communicate. To be honest. Before. I think I don't know what movie we watched this year or last year. I don't know, but one movie we watched together. I didn't understand. Ah, Barbarian. I didn't understand it, and then I had to go home and like watch like thirty uh, okay, minutes. Of- yeah. So now that you've told me, I might just go into the with that mindset. Barbarian is well, well far away from this. Yes, I'm going to stop talking about it now because it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. My number uh, eight? eight is we're going to have. I'm actually going to step in and do the editing for this. Is the lot. Or should I say The Lost City? I'm going to bleep it out. Um, <laughs> I had to you know start what? with that. I didn't hate it. You didn't hate I it? I didn't hate it. I'd probably, Why? I'd probably give it like at high 40s. What? Because I was, it was entertaining at times. Like um, Brad Pitt, that, it was like a, a 10 out of 10 when Brad Pitt was in it. Oh. And, like It was amazing. Oh. I didn't think Sandra Bullock and Daniel Radcliffe were terrible. Yeah. I didn't think Channing Tatum was that bad, honestly. I was he like, was... it was, I, I bought into it after a bit. Okay. But it was still, it was, it's not a good film, but I, at least I bought into it, I guess. He was just playing the archetype of the, I don't even know what he was. I'm just, uh, just wasn't he like the buff guy? Like he was trying yeah. to be like the hero boy that steps in and like, yeah. I don't remember the plot of this film. I think if, if we're comparing like couples on an island movies this year, it was better than Ticket to Paradise. No way. Yeah. Take that back. It was better than Come on, Jesse. That's ridiculous. It was. No, it was it not. Was. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was, okay, this was film more fun. is, again, nearly two hours. It it blends things together wrongly. Like, How so? she's a romance novelist. Yeah. That, that bit at the start was great when she was editing things out in her mind. Yeah, I thought that, that was, was cool. very good. But then, for some reason, we're going on a quest for the lost idol of hoo-ha on an island with Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, he was so bad. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> he was so bad. Was and so I hate bad. saying that because I love him as Harry Potter, but I haven't seen him good in anything else. I mean, this is the only other thing I've seen him in. Yeah, but he needs yeah. to up his game. Like, he just picks better. needs to pick a better script to work with. Yeah. I think and it's... then they get in, like, put in Jumanji. <laughs> and I, d- I don't know... It was better than, what... like... A couple of Jumanji films, like at yeah. least. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. I just, I don't. Look, understand. I, I, un- I understand, but yeah. I kind of bought into it a bit. Yeah. Like, okay. I watched it like a, a, a screening for work, and we all had a good time. Okay, it, so. that that's fair enough. Yeah. I can let that slide because yeah. when you're with a good group of people yeah. and and you're you're having fun and laughs together, it can definitely create a memorable experience yeah. to watch the film. But uh, I just, uh, I just. It it, it, it it frustrates me because then doesn't she end up making it her book at the end or something? And I'm like, that's so convenient. She's running out of a plot to do. And then Daniel Radcliffe kidnaps her for the her help on a fictional thing of this. And then she's like, oh, yeah. we survived. What was, his, what was his Abigail? Was that his name? Who? Daniel Radcliffe. That's what his character's Abig- name? Abigail or something. I forgot. So that's so uh, yep, Abigail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, yeah, the, the Brad Pitt scenes keep it off this list for me. 
Oh, he was yeah, he was good. He was great. And the post the mid credit scene with Perfect. him was quite funny as well. Yeah. When he was like wheeling Sandra Block in the wheelbarrow, did the hair flip? <laughs> I was like, that's he, that's he knows what he's doing. That's brilliant. Oh man, I just one last thing as well before I wrap it up with this film. Um, I just thought the comedy was very hit and miss. Like Brad Pitt was great, and some of the other like Daniel Radcliffe was not funny at all. <laughs> and then I thought the chemistry between Bullock and was very Tatum was, was very hit and miss as well. It was very poor. Yeah, yeah. It just it was a very could have been great, but yeah. I just think it needed a lot of fine tuning. Yeah. Are you are you excited for Magic Mike's Last Dance starring Chang Tatum and Sal- Salma Hayek? I haven't seen the Magic Mike. Neither have I. But it's is it's <laughs> the director of Ocean's Eleven, so I think it looks it, it would be alright. Looks um how do I say this? <laughs> <laughs> it looks um. Um, I've lost some words here. So, so, yeah. I'm going to stop talking. My number eight is The Lost <laughs> City. <laughs> All right, my number seven is another Amazon Prime film. Sorry, to Amazon Prime. I'm not Do doing you? a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> it is a rom com that is neither romantic or comedic. It is The Hating Game. Have you heard of this one, Joel? No, no, I'm not so, Starring Lucy Hale and Austin Stow. This is the film. I'm going to read the, the synopsis for you. Resolving to achieve professional success without compromising her ethics, Lucy embarks on a ruthless game of one-upmanship against cold and efficient nemesis Joshua, a rivalry that is complicated by her growing attraction to him. Oh, goodness. So basically, there's two publishing companies that have joined to make a something and something publishing. Yeah. Yeah. And they work on either they one wait they originally worked for either side but now they've been brought together. Uh-huh. Their offices are directly opposite each other in the same room. Their desks they like stare at each other the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're supposed to hate each other, but every like twenty minutes they just randomly hook up. What? <laughs> yeah, literally every twenty minutes. And then the whole hating thing is so petty. There's like, like oh, um, it's like what like year one, year two level to show you don't like someone. Oh it's like, God. you know how when you're little, you're like, when you like someone, you're like, pretend you hate, like you yep. annoy them. Yeah. It's that, but they're both like 35. How long is this film, Jesse? It's, oh, jeez. It blows it to... It's a, it's, a, it's an hour 40. Okay. So, it, it, it's all right. It like takes it, a year two concept and blows it to a cinematic proportion. Yeah, it's... it's oh. the, so, the act, the Joshua, the Joshua, the male lead, is a cardboard cutout. He has oh. no emotion, one note the entire film. Oh, Even no. when he's supposed to be in love with her... Like, nothing. You get nothing. Oh, dear. Lucy Hale apparently has 30 million followers on Instagram, but I've never heard of her. No? No. No. She's she's fine. She's probably the best thing about it. The most bland cinematography, um, like, the other characters suck. Like, they tried to do, like, a narration, but it's just... It's just... They're, they're acting like children the whole time. Oh. And you're just like, what are we watching? What is the point? Why do I even care? Yeah, that's bad. If you're trying to get two characters to connect with each other, and, and it's like not I said, the way to do it's it. not romantic and it's not funny. Therefore, it's an instant fail. I got a question for you. Yeah. Were the scenes where they like go from hating each other to hooking up? Was it like they were arguing in an elevator yeah. and then they look at each other <laughs> like that movie look and they start making out and I'm like, what am I watching? Oh, that's here? BS. This is that's ridiculous. BS. Yeah, no, nah, that's not gonna fly. This is so dumb. But eventually, like the film ends, like they eventually like. One of them leaves the job and they're still together over again. And I was like, okay, well then this is working now. But you just, you never believe that they hate each other. Like, it's so stupid. So, yeah, that's my number seven. The hating game. The hating game. Oh, I hated this film. <laughs> Jesse's playing the game then. <laughs> it was almost so bad it's good, but I was like, no, this just this just depressed me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was just depressed. 
Oh dear. Well, yeah. Jesse, I don't. I know for a fact that you haven't seen this one, and right. I do not want you to waste ninety-eight minutes of your life on it. All right. It's called Pause of Fury: Colin, <laughs> The Legend of Hank. I was so close to watching this because of Michael Sarah and Sam Jackson. I oh, like... <laughs> it was woeful. It was woeful. <laughs> it was so bad, and I knew it was going to be bad from the trailers because the trailers were bad. Yeah. And it was. Oh, the trailers to... were bad. <laughs> what in the mother clucking cocker spaniel is? And it's supposed to be funny for young kids because it's swearing, but it's Samuel Jackson. But they're not going to understand that joke because they wouldn't no. have watched the movies that, that it is swears done, in. That is done correctly Ooh, sorry, in Puss in Boots too, <laughs> yeah. where the character actually swears, but they just bleep it out. Yeah, that was <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, but the the stupid oh, it, it frustrates me. There's a scene in it where uh, Ricky Gervais's character, <laughs> yeah, he's the villain. <laughs> uh, and we have Michael Sarah as the I Hank love puppy. Sarah. I love he was alright. He was good. He's probably the best part of this film, to be honest. Um, having a little duel and whatever. And Ricky Gervais' character goes, Stop, stop. I have something to tell you. And there's like a really dramatic scene. He's like, Hank. And by the way, Ricky Gervais' character is like a fox or something, or a, a chihuahua. I don't know what a he is. A fox or a chihuahua. Okay. I do not know it's what he is. It's a fox or a chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> Do not know. Do not Very care. similar animals. Not a dog at all. Um, <laughs> oh, he's a cat. Whoops. <laughs> I forgot about that. Because he throws the dog in a town of cats. Anyway, the cat, Ricky Gervais' villain, it's like, stop, I have something to tell you. And Hank, the innocent dog's like, yeah, what is it? And he's like, I am your father. And Hank's oh, like, it's one of those movies. It's one of those movies. And the dog's like, wait, really? And Ricky Gervais is like, nah, I'm not. And then does like a really cringe laugh and like does a backflip. It was crap. I'm sorry. To cringe laugh at a backflip. <laughs> yeah, I'm, thank you for the uh, PSA. Oh, oh, and then it's got all these dumb dog and cat jokes in there that don't work. And it's got a farting scene in it, Jesse. A farting well, scene. They can work. They can work, but it didn't work. One person, one cat Have you farted. seen The Lighthouse Show? Yes. That is a farting movie. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it, it really frustrated me. I think it had like three directors. Oh, so did Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah, but that was done well. <laughs> this is... Um, no. oh, yeah. I just hate like ridiculous titles like Paul's of Fury, Colin, The, oh, the Legend of Hank. It's so Like, cringe. what do you mean The Legend of Hank? It's a name. Well, Jesse, you'll find out that The Legend of Hank is because he's a dog. He becomes the saviour for the cats. Just call it Paul's of Fury. <laughs> like, it's cool. <laughs> Save the Colin for a sequel, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. I, yeah, it just really frustrated me. Right. And I walked out angry. I really walked out angry. And yeah. then, just one last thing. It then tries to be self-aware... So there's a part in the final battle where it's like, oh, we're in act three. It's like, we need to have a cool final battle. <sighs> Ricky Gervais' character cuts a hole in the screen and comes out into the cinema. Not actually. Into the cinema. Like in an animated cinema. Oh, he's okay. like, hey, you're watching the movie. And it's like, oh, we have to wrap up a 98 minute film. So let's add this extra scene at the end. Oh, that was stupid. So stupid. Anyway, <laughs> pause of fury. Legend of Hank, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. Um, if you are currently using headphones, I would recommend taking them out for a brief moment oh, because no. my number six is Scream. What? <laughs> no! No, Jesse, if take it off. If you listen to our review, this take film is horrendous. No, it's not. <laughs> a complete um, oh. fricky Wes Craven. No. <laughs> a disgrace to his memory. There are no good performances apart from maybe David Arquette. Yeah, and... Uh, the killer is so... One of the killers is so obvious. They... 
the requel crap. They literally show a ghost faced who was about a foot taller than who it's revealed to be killing David Arquette. <laughs> Not, Suspend disbelief. The teenagers Jessie. are so cringe. And I hate all of them, apart from Jenna Ortega. She's a queen. Love her. She was great. But everyone... <laughs> my birthday bestie, you know? Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I love is. that. <laughs> but everyone else is... Oh, God, awful. The concept of time is a real issue in this film. As a, <laughs> There's a scene I want to come back to. So, um, Dylan Minnette plays Wes. Ah, uh, yes. Sorry. And he dies. I'm sp- it came out like a year ago. Like, who cares? And then his mum, the sheriff, takes about 20 minutes... So has to drive back to her house from, like, Woodsboro isn't that big. No. Like, surely she wouldn't live that far away from her police station. No. In this time, he has time to have a shower, dry his hair, go look for some food, and then die, which probably is about, realistically, about 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then it takes even longer for the police chief's um, employees to show up at the police chief's house when you think they would prioritize their boss, their boss's kid. Yeah, that that makes sense. And I it, can it's see where just, you're coming from. It's just as a as a huge fan of Scream films, this this puts this makes Scream three look like it's five stars. No, this is, this is terrible. <sighs> I'm sorry, Joel. This this is not good. I'm gonna. I know oh. I'm in the minority, but I'm in the correct minority. Oh, Jesse, that's that's actually crushing. One of my good mates has even refused to acknowledge this film. Really? Like he just has never... Did, like, bit like Indiana Jones 4. Like he just does Doesn't want to buy the Blu-ray yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah Ethan is good one. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I don't... I don't... I don't... Yeah, I'm not excited for Scream 6. I don't oh, care. Jesse, no. I don't care. No, nah, no. Nah, you have to be keen. Scream is a 4 BB franchise for me. What if 6 is good? You mean 5? <laughs> Stop it. If 6 is good, then fair enough. But I'm not... I'm not Like, the only reason I have the DVD of this because I, I want it. I'm not going to buy it. Like hey, want, you've got I it. Want so it in you a can watch it again and, and change your mind. I didn't even get Scream Four. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So oh, my number six is Scream. That's really deflated me, actually, yeah. Jesse. I'm a bit sad about it. Well, Scream Five, as it does not deserve to have the same title as the first Scream, which is top three horror of all time. After. Okay, that was a bit BS. Why couldn't they have called <laughs> it like Scream Five or Five Cream? They should have made Five Cream. Five Cream. Five Cream. That's like like. A, an eczema thing or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't do the eczema. It's like a five in one. It's like you can use it for shaving and eczema and like. Uh, I, th- I think that would have been a fantastic title because five Scream three. Six. They've done Scream and they've made the the M a VI. Yeah. Which I think that's fantastic. So like, they, they can't have... call it Scream again. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's actually. I'm very uh, Jesse. I'm shocked. You've you've killed me with that one, mate. Um, yeah. Well, moving on to my number six is. I think this is my first. A24 film that I've watched Ooh. when it's come out in the time. Okay. Maybe. Or the second. Right. Men. <laughs> yeah. Honorable mention. Doesn't make the list. Oh. I liked... I did like Jesse Buckley's performance and I liked, yes, I liked the eeriness of it all, but yeah. like it was so... It was weird. It was It was too weird. Weird. Effed up. Um, cinematography I thought was cool up yeah, to the was, last like 10 minutes. I didn't really get the whole house tour grand designs thing at the start. Like, <laughs> no. We never really went back to that. So. It was... Yeah. It just... I thought that this film was going to be better because they marketed it again like it, it was my sort of film. So they were like, oh, she's going to a country house. All the blokes look the same. Some supernatural <laughs> shenanigans going on I here. really liked how all the, the blokes played by the same actor. That yes, was cool. and they did a lot of work in making them similar but also distinguishing them. Yeah, but, but it was very <laughs> slow-paced. Oh, gosh. Very, it's very struggle to get through. And 
look, if the twenty last twenty minutes didn't play out the way they did, could have passed it. Yeah. But I, I had I had some bad dreams that night, Joel. I, I did. Some very bad dreams. I did. It, it was. Don't don't just don't watch the last twenty minutes. Don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't even want to talk about it on here because it's really messed up. But yeah. I. It got to the point where I literally it started and I thought, what is this? I closed my tab as a reaction response. Oh I did gosh. a command W. I thought I can't do this. Is that and a command? Is it? I didn't even know. Yeah, that. close the tab. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, Command W, because I was watching this on my computer. I thought, nah. Then I thought, ah, oh, should probably finish the film to see if it gets better. Yeah, no, I'm very valid choice. Yeah. I do have an A24 film on my list, but it's not that one. So. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You got me thinking. Anything else you want to say about men? Um, so, I... did you like men or didn't like men? I didn't like men. You didn't like men? No. Okay. Yeah, that's Fair my enough. that's my verdict All for right. that one. My number... Oh, sorry? I was just going to say, yeah, I thought even the way that... I, I did like its discussion of the themes in it. Like, yeah. I understand she's come out of an abusive relationship and I think it went a bit further than, like, what... Yeah. Um, but it just... The film takes everything subtle about those sort of things. Like, Jordan Peele, I think he does those sort of conversations really well. He does a bit more subtle. Yeah. Oh, uh, I wouldn't uh, say subtle, but you still care about the character. Yeah. He, he manages concept and plot well. Yeah. Alex Garland, on the other hand, is like, we're talking about men being absolute trash heads. Let's put a naked homeless guy in your back garden walking around. Oh, yeah. They've never explained that, all around. They? They No. Never explained Who was that? that? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Although, apparently, like, apparently Ex, Ex Machina and Annihilation are good films. And he also wrote 28 Days Later, which is the okay. Danny Boyle. So, like, okay. I think this is the only miss from what yeah. I've heard. Okay. I hate, I hate. Cause I, I hope it bounces back. Yeah. I, I want to I wanna see it bounce I, back. I try to me. like A24 films, but sometimes I just take it too far. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like just number six. Too, take it too far. Men. All right. Over to you, Jesse. All right. My number five is Moonfall. The worst oh. movie this year that had the word Moonfall in it it was better than it wasn't as bad as moon sh- like moonshot was better okay yeah okay no 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 it wasn't <laughs> semi-enjoyable so basically the freaking moon is crashing into the freaking earth that's the movie <laughs> it's nearly a, like two and a half hours a Roland, it? two hours ten a Roland Emmerich special Halle Berry Patrick Wilson um Charlie Plummer who I actually quite like Michael Pena in a non-funny role and Donald Sutherland in about 45 seconds Oh, did you say Halle Berry? Yeah. Where's she been? Like the last five years. I don't know. She's emerging so, for this film. <clears throat> the only good thing about this movie is the cinematography. There are some great shots. The plot is. Are we? Are we editing? Are we editing, Joel? Yes, I'm. The plot edit- is. <laughs> 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 it's so convenient. The performances are either too lazy or too overcooked, and. There, I wrote the endless attempts of terrible comedy fall flatter than Natasha, <laughs> Natasha Romanoff. Oh no! Moonfall fails as spectacularly as it looks and sounds. Ugh. Oh no! So there is a scene where basically this freaking tidal wave is coming at. So they decided that all the kids should go together. So like this fifteen-year-old's driving this like SUV. Yeah, yeah. And they decided that all the kids should um, like escape while the others try and go on the NASA rocket ship and stop the moon. Despicable Me has more logic than this film. (laughs) So, the kids are driving away. There's this great shot of the water coming for them. So they get out of the car on top of the cliff to admire the shot. You gotta look at it, Just so Roland Emmerich can get his shot. 
while the tidal wave is coming towards them. Then about 15 seconds later, like, oh crap, that tidal wave's getting really close, isn't it? I start driving again. Like, why didn't you just keep driving? It's it's moments oh. like that that just it just ruined it for me. Oh, like, that's funny. It just ruined it for me, man. Like, I was like, what? And this is actually, there's actually no major studio behind this. It got most of them from like independent sources in China and stuff because just no one wanted to buy it. Yikes! But yeah, this is it's 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 a it's a poor film. It's a it's a very creative title. It's called Moonfall because the moonfall. Yeah, it's just there. Are, yeah, so Charlie Plummer is the really disappointing because I love him, but he was god awful in this movie. Oh. And yeah, Patrick Wilson was. Bit, yeah, nah. <laughs> There's some good shots, but it's soundtrack. Soundtrack good? Is that nah. ridiculous? No, oh, no, it's ultimately ridiculous. Like okay, it's ultimately it's like. More plot, plot contrivances than Interstellar. Is it meant to be a bit of a don't look up film? Are a bit satirical or no? I, like... If it is, I didn't get it. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. My number five is Moonfall. Oh. Now, Jesse, this was one of the ones I was referencing before that I wanted to buy on DVD with my surround sound. Not buy, borrow. Buy Moonfall. Borrow from the library. It's bad. They're fantastic. It <laughs> now, kicking off my... Was it my number five? Yes. Um, is a Christmas film that oh. I didn't need. <laughs> I didn't need it. I the, the, the Polo Express came out in 2004, Joel. Hey, they missed <laughs> it, all right? I'm not talking about the Polo Express. I'm talking about Falling for Christmas. Oh, it's that bad? With Lindsay Lohan. That's a shame. That's a shame. I don't mind Lindsay Lohan. And I don't even know who the other people are. I didn't even watch it. Is it it's Hallmark, right? It's like, like yeah, one of them. Hallmark, Netflix. Like, it's just, is this uh, the one where she like loses her memory? Yes. So it's like it's a it's a it's a. So Jesse, she's a newly engaged. It's like engaged. memory, but with no guns. Yeah. Oh no, there's a couple. Oh no, there's not actually. Instead of guns, it's the working class. She like she goes so, from a rich spoiled heiress to the big character development. Well, that's <laughs> terrible. I'm it's sorry. her being able to cook her own breakfast. She gets excited that I, I she hate does. It. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you guys are so like the rich person pretending to like say that the working class is better off than they are. Like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> you have everything. <laughs> she loses her memory. Uh, she's dating an influencer boyfriend. She forgets about him. He leaves her there, um, and then she gets found by this handsome blue collar lodge owner. That's convenient. And she, I know, and she falls in love with him. And then does, he have, a, does he have a kid? He has a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know this too well. Uh, um, and basically, she just has to learn that, you know. And and at the top of the film, she's like not sure. You know, she doesn't want to be in the hotel business like her dad. She wants to be a social influencer or whatever. And then by the end of the film, she's like, no, I want to be a lodge owner with this man that I now love and his daughter, and I can cook my own breakfast and do my own things. <sighs> And it was just really... So, it's a Christmas film. Oh, it's a Christmas film. Is any part of the plot related to Christmas or is it just set at Christmas? Uh, Set at Christmas. (laughs) And then when they need nice family moments to happen, they just say, hey, it's Christmas. Look, like Christmas themes. Right. Yeah. It was really bad, actually. I just... (laughs) I found this at 36 for a point of reference. Oh, yeah. And uh, nothing against Lindsay Lohan because I loved her in The Parent Trap, which was many years ago. That's a nice film, yeah. But her performance was a bit... Bit um one, what's the, what do you say, Jesse? One one note. One note. Yeah. yeah. You know who directed the Parent Trap? Who? Your favorite, the Nancy Myers. Hey, yeah. I'm not surprised. Good, yeah. good, excellent. Um, I think they needed Aunt Nancy Myers for this film because Myers, yeah. Janine Damien did a crap job. <laughs> they directed anything else? 
Uh, let me do some quick research. I don't think so. I mean, no, he's directed two films. Or the other film, Irish Wish, which doesn't even have a poster on Letterboxd. Oh. <laughs> so, buddy, I think it's best to go back to script writing, which is what he did before then. <laughs> Ah, so my number five is Falling for Dude, Christmas. fair enough. I'm very glad I didn't watch that. All right. My number four, this is where we start getting to the one-star films. Ooh. And this point is like, I almost didn't want to put it on because it's a sequel and the first film was already kind of bad. Okay. But this this is the, the most... You know how most Netflix teen films, with the exception of Do Revenge, which is fantastic, yeah. have a level of, like, they're bad. Yeah. But, like, they're all about as bad as each other. This is below that again. Yikes. <laughs> this is so lifeless and bland and it's just nothing. That's how I would describe nothing. it. It is it's Tall nothing. Girl 2. Oh, I it remember when you no- told me when you watched this. You didn't like it. No. So there is one There is one good Maroon 5 joke. And I also have size 13 feet, so I related to the character. But that's what, that's what... Is that what you're taking away from this points. film, Jesse? Every acting performance is terrible, especially Griffin Gluck as the love interest. Okay. Who was... um? Did you ever watch the middle school movie? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, no. that's, a, that's a good movie. You should watch that. Okay. He plays Rafe Cachadori in that. Okay. Sabrina Carpenter is dreadful, which was very disappointing because I do love her as well. She was in The Hate You Give and uh, Work It, which is a decent film. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Ava Michelle is not a good actress, I've realised now. So basically, this is how it works. She's now popular because she's tall. And. What do you mean because she's tall? Did she get like a growth spurt? Like Shazam overnight? No, no. (laughs) People like realizing that she. And then she tries out for the musical and meets this other guy and realizes that she needs to convince other people to stand tall. It's like, for what it does for empowering young girls, it's brilliant. Okay. But again, it's a concept and not a film. So I just nothing about this film made me care about anything that was happening. So when you don't care about characters, you're supposed to buy in a character-driven film. There's nothing else there for you to latch onto. Right. If that makes sense. Like yep. the script is poor. Yep. The cinematography is average. It's, it yeah. just feels like a generic. The reason I wouldn't have put it on. On this list, if it was like kissing booth level, but this is like worse than that. This is, but expect it like it's not funny. Usually, those Netflix films are kind of funny. Yeah, they have like a funny character, but so yeah, just I wanted to warn people: expect it to be as w- worse than normal. Oh, Tall gosh. Girl Two. That sounds yeah. dreadful. And I don't love Tall Girl One. <laughs> I don't. But this is just like worse again. So. Ah oh, dear. Yeah, I, if I'm unenthusiastic, I'm apologizing being unenthusiastic, but so was the director. Yeah. Give the director what you got out of it, Jesse. Yeah. Which is unenthusiastic. Moonfall is just funny to talk about. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. So, anyway, that's my number four. Tall Girl 2. Tall Girl 2. Dearie me. It was my number one for a long time. In the last two months, I've watched my top three. So, end of the year. People are getting lazy. I reckon middle part's best of the year for film, I have to say. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, moving on uh, swiftly to my number four. This is based on. Now, you'd think I'd like this film because it's based on a Stephen King novel. And it's taking a trope on the whole superhero superpowers thing. Firestarter. Oh, I never got to, I never got around to that one. Ah, oh, ninety four minutes of uh, burning. <laughs> 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 the catchphrase is "Never play with fire." Full stop. <clears throat> I just, it's very unoriginal. It is the stereotypical. That's because it's a remake. 
Yeah, but that's why it's the, the plot is just a remake. Remake of of what? <laughs> and the book that's adapted from the book. But is there an older film of this? Is there? No. Well, if the book was probably original when it came out, mm. so yeah. it just it felt very un. I've seen everything in this movie before. The young girl, she's a cupcake. She is lovely, <laughs> right? Whatever. But she's got these powers. Yep. The mum. Oh, the mum and the dad are alive at this point, but someone dies. <coughs> Not sure if it was the mum or the dad. I think it was the mum in the yeah. middle of the film. Spoilers. <laughs> you won't care. Spoilers. <laughs> um, and she's got firepowers and she gets bullied because I oh, don't yeah. know why. But her power. Firepowers. Her, no, they don't know about her powers until she gets bullied. Why would she get bullied? Her dad is Zach Efron. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I know. That's, my, that's, that's what I'm saying. She gets bullied. She burns the bathrooms because she got angry because she got bullied, which and is fair would. enough. Yeah, that's like fair it's enough. connected yeah, to I her emotions. I would do that as well. Yeah. yeah. And then she, the rest of the film, the government are like, "We can't have this running around." So like, they're trying to catch her. The mum, spoilers, dies. We've said that. But then, <laughs> right? She's like, "These people need to suffer." She's like, "These powers, they feel good. I want to mm. hurt people." And we're like, "No, we're supposed to care." And then Zac Efron, spoilers, is like, "Daughter." I cannot have you doing this. So, spoiler alert, he sacrifices himself so that she can live. But then I, it sort of ends like sour because okay. she's basically a villain by the end of it oh. who feels like she's responsible for the death of her parents. Well, she is. She is. And she's going on a murder now of the government and whatever. But who cares? Like, it wasn't executed very well. Even Zac Efron was a bit dry in Ooh, this one, I have I to say. He didn't have much of his charisma that he usually does. He was very, like, he had a beard, so he had to speak really, like... He had a beard. Really, like, mature. Yeah. Um, very mature. Yeah, I just... It only went for 94 minutes, but it really Have you seen right. the Drew Barrymore one? Because apparently that isn't amazing either. Mm, so I haven't... Much, yeah. It's it, much it's to just, go off. Yeah, it's just... It, it, it shouldn't... It, I don't think it should work. It's not a film okay. that should work because even the cinematography for this one was quite... Not going to say bad, but it was dull. And so it just feels very like it swamps you down with the themes. Like people are dying, everything's burning, cinematography's like red, orange, dark. I'm like, this is so sad. <laughs> um, so yeah, fire, fire starter is my number four for that one. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. All right, my number three. You know, Russell Crowe. Ah, uh, <laughs> I know where you're going with this one. He's a good actor. Is it? He's a very good actor. He's a very good actor. Um, directing. Different story. So, mm. Poker Face. Oh, now, I was very lucky. I got a chance to go to the premiere. Oh, lucky time. This one. And Russell Crowe gave a great speech. Great speech. He was there? Yeah. Oh. He was there. Liam Hemsworth was there. Oh. was there. Rubbing up with Even a uh, Whipper from the Nova. Yes. And he was like, basically, um, I look, it took us about six weeks to make this. Um, the other guy didn't want to do it, so I kind of got thrown into it. Uh, but you know what? We just had a crack. <laughs> and here's what it turned out. Say that. And I was like, yeah, Russell, yeah, having a crack. Yeah, Aussie, yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah, he's had a crack. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> oh, no. It's so bad. So maybe it's on your list. Is it on your yeah, list? Yeah, it's on my like, list. We'll share. How about we talk about it together? Yeah. So, so 
Russell Crowe, aged 57, <laughs> and Liam Hemsworth, aged 32, are childhood friends. Yes. As evident by a flashback that shows they are the same age. Yes. I actually enjoyed that part, the flashback. I was, I was out. out. I was, I was out. out. <laughs> I was out when he was like, all right, I'm going to invite all my friends over because I want to inject them with truth serum because I'm salty that they aren't telling me all their secrets. Yes. So let's have a car race. Brum, 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 brum. <laughs> From the, the star in Sydney to my, my get thing place. And then let's play two hands of poker and have uh, Elsa Pataka, who is <laughs> the, the, the dealer, leave at the exact right moment so some random art thieves <laughs> can come in and rob the place. Did we ever get backstory on them? No. Oh, I don't remember. No, we didn't. Okay. They they tied up everything in about sixty uh, an hour. Yeah. And then the last half an hour is them f- trying to fend off these robbers who are yeah. so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> they want to steal art. They don't look like the type of guys that want to steal art. Nah. They don't. No. So it's just it, there's no and it goes on this like sabbatical. To, oh like, yes. Rediscover himself. Yes, and, and he goes to some the terrible narration. With the old guy, in and he's the, like meditating. Some terrible narrations. One thing I kind of he tries to explain the whole plot two and a half minutes at the start. Yeah, and then we don't see narration again until. I'm going to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. He dies. Of do we know what he dies? He just does. He, he just dies. He just dies from an illness or something, and he's narrating, but he's already died. So you can't have narration <laughs> when a character has died. <laughs> Maybe he's narrating from the it's, heavens, it's, Jesse. Uh, so yeah, you, do you want to talk a bit about why you didn't like Poker Face? Yes, look, Poker Face was... Uh, you, I think we hadn't communicated at this point, so we didn't know that the other one of us had watched it until we caught up to record an episode. Yeah. And I just thought, Poker Face sounds good, you know, pop it on, because the marketing's like... Been, they've been putting posters and billboards up everywhere. So I was like, wow, yeah. this could be really cool. Um, and, you know, I thought we'd get some great action scenes with poker high stakes and, and whatever. But this just ended up, and I hate saying it because I am Aussie, but this just ended up being another uh, Aussie flop. Yeah, dude. It's... Um, my main problem <sighs> lied with the fact that the setup with the characters at the start, I was already out. Yep. And I don't know why. Especially his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. She was so oh, annoying. Yeah. Uh, and the person who plays his best friend, Andrew, <laughs> RSA, is American. Yeah. Instead of Aboriginal, like he is at the start. Mm. So, like, why don't you cast an Aboriginal actor? Yeah. That would have been great. Yes. But no, because there's plenty of good Aboriginal yes. actors. Yes. But no, and then he keeps saying mother effer, which Australians don't even say that. We just say the C word a lot, which yeah. happens in this film as well, yeah. which is more accurate. <laughs> I just there was nothing that grabbed me about it. The only thing just was the cinematography. Just there was. I mean, but they it were driving, a, yeah, I know, having no. a car race, which is so dangerous. <laughs> like, dude, it's just. And I think I guess my 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 dad and my grandma who watched it, they loved it. I mm, interesting. So um, yeah, I, the thing as well that really frustrated me because I was excited with the cast by this, and I felt that particularly. Well, Russell was... I hate saying, but Russell was not the best in it as well. No. I didn't like him. He wasn't. Gee, he's massive now. Yeah, I know. He's a big rig. <laughs> <laughs> and I also thought, the fact that they were marketing this as Russell Crowe, Liam Hemsworth, Elsa Pataki, 
They were hardly in it. I mean, Liam Hemsworth was mid in it. Oh, and like you said... No, I, will, I would actually say he was bad. He was bad. I, I will say that, yeah. He was bad? Yeah. And also they Pataki... Tried, they tried to age him up. Like, just cut, Just don't make them childhood friends. Cast Chris, Or cast someone else. Like, <laughs> you, it's a very avoidable problem. Yeah. Yep. And Elsa Pataki, I was excited because I thought she was all right in Intercept. I liked uh, what they did with her. Intercept is better, way better than this. Yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't make my list. <laughs> <laughs> and she just says the most generic things in this film. She like, felt like... Your card. But, like, she just... And they play two hands of poker. Yeah. Two hands. Yeah. So why is it called Poker Face? It, it can't be called Poker Face <laughs> because you've injected them with truth serum, meaning that they have no Poker Face... Because they're telling the truth. Oh, it's so funny. It is ridiculous. It's atrocious. It's bad. And it's everyone telling me to love Australian cinema is I just show them. I want to see Aussie film work because it can work. Yeah. <laughs> Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, please work. Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. Just make more films like yes. that. Yes. <laughs> just put some soul in it. And I'm sorry, and Russell. Also, The Dry is another fantastic Aussie film. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think Russell, it's not his fault because he stepped in. No, I think it's his fault. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I, do, I think it's his fault. But anyway, oh. I'm not mad. He's, he's great in Thor, Love and Thunder. Really good in that. Um, fantastic in The Nice Guys. That's why I was fangirling so much because like, it's a guy from The Nice Guys. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, oh, what's your number three? Number three. <laughs> this is going to be fun because I wanted to talk about this one for so long. So, I just this year got mm-hmm. into the first one of it. No, last year, sorry. Halloween, nineteen seventy-eight. Thought that was under <laughs> overrated. We've talked about that. Yes. Then I thought, recovering. watch the next one, which is supposed to be Halloween, twenty eighteen. Yeah. And I thought, fantastic. Yep. One of my favorite horror films. Love it. Then I thought, let's watch Halloween Kills. The kills were great. Plot thin as a piece of string. Yeah. And I thought, it's gonna end. Like this is great. Like you know, end game level culmination of the saga. <laughs> well, that's your first problem. You were expecting end yep. game level. This film was atrocious. It was, I'm going to edit What's here. the film called? Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends. Ends. Yeah, I, I never got around to the new trilogy. I've yeah. only seen the first Halloween. Yeah, stay there, Jesse. You All don't, right. don't want to go into these regions. It was a bad <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> but it really made me angry, right? Halloween well, kills... What if we just kept him in? I don't know. What I don't know. Dude, um, okay. Halloween Kills ends with, spoiler alert, Judy Greer being killed by Michael Myers. Who's Judy Greer? Um, Jamie Lee's daughter in the f- oh, characters. You know, remember from the first one? No. Um, she was like really cheery and her mum was Laurie. And she doesn't have a daughter in the first one. Oh, no, the second, 2018 one. Oh, I haven't seen that. Ah, gotcha. Okay, so <laughs> Judy Greer, she's in it. She dies and Jamie Lee's like, you killed my daughter, I'm coming for you, right? Skips four years. We pick four, up four, four years. years. Four of them. Four years. Four of them. And we don't see any of the character development of her going after Michael or her learning to grieve. We pick up with this new guy played by Rowan Campbell. Corey. Corey. He is supposed to be the new Michael Myers because evil's infectious and he looks at Michael Myers' eyes in the sewers because he gets bullied by high school students, even though he's like 28. <laughs> 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 so the high school students chuck him down a well and he meets Michael Myers and the evil passes into him. Oh, jeez. Then the rest of the film is about Jamie Lee's granddaughter, who Judy Greer had a teenager at the time, so that checks out. That's fine. Okay. She dates him and then Jamie Lee comes in like... How old, how old is the daughter? Uh, she's like... Uh, the granddaughter? 
Maybe like 20. She's going off to college. So all right, she's well, if he's 28. Yeah. She's 20. <laughs> and Jamie Lee comes in, all of a sudden chirpy and like wearing new glass and new hairdo. She's like, you can't date him because I see the evil in him and I see Michael. And Michael's gone missing for the last four years. No one's seen him. Anyway, we spend two thirds of the film with Corey and love story with uh, Jamie Lee's granddaughter or whatever. Who cares? Then the ending of the Halloween saga of 40, 40 years is wrapped up in a 15-minute fight scene with Michael and Laurie, who Michael just comes back at the end. <laughs> they have their fight, and then that's it. Oh. Piss me off. And, and she moves on. She writes a novel about her experiences. Yes. But it didn't end anything. It didn't continue the threat from kills at all. We're introduced to a new character. It shouldn't have been introduced in this. And yeah. that's... I'm just going to make sure my notes to make sure I'm being quite concise here. But I think that's... That's everything I have to say about that one. Corey was my main problem. Well, from I, this I appreciated that insight, Joel. I really Thank did. Thank you, Jesse. I think a lot of people are agreeing with you as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It just it didn't end up the end the saga very well. Um, apart from some coolish fight scenes with Corey, and the the ending battle was fantastic between Laurie and okay. Michael. That summed it up really well. All right. Um, but apart from that, I can't I can't pass this film. Yeah. Uh, it's very low. It's like sure. one star out oh, of five. Geez. Yeah. Really didn't like it. Right, so speaking Halloween of one-star films, I don't think you've seen my top two, so I can talk about them a bit. And they were fun. both cinematic r- releases. So you've heard of them both. My number two is the um, latest film of a director that has nearly been cancelled several times for assaulting actors and oh what have you and being a bit of a bad mouth on set. From David O. Russell, it is... Amsterdam. Ah, <laughs> the film is called Amsterdam. In two hours and fourteen minutes, we spend about fifteen minutes in Amsterdam, and it's all interior shots. Oh. On top of that, I'm going to so Christian Bale is good. That's the only good thing. He's good. I'm going to read you some actors that are in it, and it's all their worst performance ever. Okay, let's do it. Margot Robbie. Oh. John yeah. David Washington. Oh no. Rob De Niro. No. Especially Anya Taylor-Joy. She is terrible. No, I love her though. So She's do fantastic, I. fantastic, but not also, in this film, obviously. Also, Rami Malek. Chris Rock. <laughs> Zoe Sardana's worst performance as well. <laughs> Michael Myers. Even Michael Shannon was bad. And above all, you thought Harry Styles was bad and Don't Worry Darling. Taylor Swift, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. I don't care how many of you like, you know, story point whatever, freaking Spotify wrapped. She is... Dreadful in this uh, movie. Is she just there to sing? Basically? Yes. Okay. She's supposed to be the granddaughter of some dead guy. And then they shoehorn in her singing with Christian Bale. And then she gets run over by a car. <laughs> oh, no. In the opening five minutes. Oh, dear. It is just these bunch of actors having a day off. There's supposed to be a murder mystery, but no one cares in the movie. No one cares. <sighs> There's so much shaky cam. The cinematography is dreadful. Oh, dear. And it all ended some big parade where many where Robert De Niro gives a speech and it's like so bad he's so he, Robert De Niro's hey, it's phoning it in now he's he's, he's passing he's, I'm, call, I'm calling him out 2022 is the year we pass the baton to the younger actors I think <laughs> yes the younger actors yeah mate hey, this is this is this is shocking oh. it's just it's it's everything I hate like. Actors being too famous for their own good and thinking that people will watch their movies just because of them and not because of the performances. Like, then no one's trying, apart from Christian Bale. Not even Margot Robbie? No. Oh, 
disappoints me. So bad. Disappoints me. Especially Rami Malek and Taylor Joy. They are the two worst. Ooh. Especially them. Ooh. Yep. But is it their fault or is it just yes. a bad script? I, oh, it's a terrible script. Don't okay. get me wrong. It's like nothing happens in okay. the film. It's a bunch of there's there's like there's like twenty five main characters as well, like Timothy <laughs> Oliphant in as well. And there's too many, too many characters. Too many characters. Cut out ten characters. Oh gosh, okay. And it's just how many people can we shove into this movie? And it's it's, it's, it's supposed to be about three friends, but two of them are dating, and Christian Bale is on the outs. And it's supposed to be one of the most outrageous plots in North American history. It says title card. A lot of this actually happened. Did it? A lot we, of this. Do we know how much? No. <laughs> So it's it's just it's just it's just one of those stuck up Hollywood trying to get an Oscar don't care about actually making a good project. Would and you say David R. Russell's dropped the ball? Or he, yes, well, yeah. so considering his last film was Civil Army's Playbook, which is fantastic, which is a really good movie. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, Jason, pissed me off this one. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> Amsterdam. 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 This was bad. Oh, Jesse, I wanted to watch this one, but I actually didn't end up catching it in No, nope, skip it. So skip it? Skip okay. it. Okay. Well, my number two was Poker Face. All right. So we'll head back to you. I've got nothing so more to say. So here's my quick reek. Any honourable mentions? Be- do you want to do honourable mentions before our number one or after? Um, we'll do honourable mentions before. Before? Yeah. All right. Or maybe we we might say each other's number ones. True. Maybe okay, we'll do it after. All right. We'll do it after. So my number 10 is the Adam <laughs> Project. Number nine is Memory. Number eight is Where the Crawdads Sing. Number seven is The Hating Game. Number six is the Scream sequel that shall not be named. My number five is Moonfall. My number four is Tall Girl 2. Tall Harder. (laughs) (laughs) What? My number three is Poker Face. My number two is Amsterdam. And my number one from A24... It's like t- bottom three horror movies I've ever seen. Ah, oh, now we're going with this one. Yeah, starring Amanda Steinberg, Maria Bakalova, and Pete Davidson in his worst role. If you could ever believe that, it is bodies, bodies, bodies. I thought this is really good. You've seen it? No, but the reviews are great. I thought it was going to be great. Yeah. I really did. That's what I'm thinking. And so I, I watched it on the same day as Amsterdam. By the way, <laughs> oh no! Oh same- no! <laughs> It, it completely blew me away how bad this movie was. So, I'm going to spoil it. Go ahead. I have to. I do, I'm not going to watch it. So, in this house, there's about six 20-somethings. And there's one, like, 40-year-old that's 21 and 20-year-olds. They get stuck at a remote mansion during a hurricane. And they decide to play a game called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Right. Where they turn the lights off and someone's the, the killer. They turn the lights off and you have to crawl around without getting fake stabbed. Right. So it's like murder in the dark. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And they play the, they finish playing the game, and no one dies. And then Pete Davidson leaves the room because he's like the established asshole. Yeah. And then they find his dead body. Okay. All right. And then the next kill, Maria Bakalova just just kills one of the people. On on screen. And so every other kill we see is just someone killing someone, accidentally or on purpose or out of self defense. So right. it's trying to be a slasher film, but there is no mystery because they found out that Pete Davidson accidentally killed himself while playing with his katana. Seriously? So there's no killer, which they're trying to think is smart, but it's like, we know, we can see on screen that there is no mystery killer apart from the Whoa. first one, which, which helps you figure out what happened to Pete Davidson, by the way. Yeah. Right. Because every other kill we see on screen, pretty much. And so it's not a mystery. 
It's just a bunch of teenagers being dickheads and accidentally killing each other because they're panicked because there's a storm. Mm-hmm. It's like you are in a mansion. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a mansion. You're going isn't to it? find it's it's I'm so, and like it's it's for a Gen Z audience, which I am. Yeah. And I still hated it. Oh dear. It is. Yeah. It is. It, it is. It is. It is. Oh. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it is very bad. I was I was planning to go watch this one, but your review kind of deterred me a little bit, and I thought I'm not going to waste I'm, my I'm time. I'm going to just like have a look at my review and see what else I have. Because said. Jesse and I usually, when it comes to murder mystery films, we usually have very similar takes because that's like yeah. the one genre I feel like we both have similar criteria for yeah, and enjoyment for sure. and respect for. I read a very popular review. It was like, the okay, I'm calling it the worst twist in a horror movie of all time. I won't spoil it, but I really want to. It is not funny. It is not scary. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be a, comedy, a horror comedy. It's not funny or scary. Yep. It is not interesting because all the characters are idiots. You know how there's like usually one idiot character in every... Yeah. There's all idiots. And the only one that isn't an idiot has killed two people on screen. And you don't care about them. Oh. Every character is awful. The camera work sucks. The soundtrack, it's like an edgy rap one. Dreadful. <laughs> Dreadful. This whole film is atrocious. I, there is, I can't find one redeemable quality about this movie. What's your score, out of curiosity? Uh, nine. Nine? <laughs> nine? Nine? Out of a hundred? Okay, I did like some of the lighting. They get some creative with some glow sticks. All right. So that, it gets nine points for the good... It has good lighting. Okay. But it, it, my score is nine. Nine? Yeah, this is worse than my... My bottom film of last time, Hazel, last year, Hazel That. It's yeah. worse than that. It's worse than that. <laughs> it's worse than Hazel That. Half a star. Just, oh, my. I was so disappointed. A24, horror comedy. Amanda Stelbrook from Hunger Games. Here you give Pete Davidson. How freaking good is this going to be? It was not at all. So that is my number one. That... Worst film of 2022. Possibly the 2020s. <laughs> bodies, bodies, bodies. Wow. Okay, that shocked me because I do like Good Man of Mystery, but then again, it sounds but there's no atrocious. It's so. just it's just teenagers killing each other. That's great. Yeah, yeah, fair it's, enough. Yeah. And trying to think that's cool, but like that's it's like big twist, but like it's not a twist because we figured it out already. Oh, oh dear. Alrighty. Well, I'm just gonna do uh, some honorable mentions quickly as well. Um, doing number one. Or? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. We haven't go, done that go yet. Go ten to two. Yeah, yeah, yeah ten yeah. to two. Yeah. Okay. Number ten, uh, Morbius. Number nine, The Stranger. Number eight, The Lost City. Number seven, Pause of Fury. Colon, The Legend of Hank. Number six, Men. <laughs> number five, <laughs> uh, Falling for Christmas. Number four, Firestarter. Number three, Halloween Ends. Number two, Poker Face. And number one is Schwat Krabber, aka Black Crab. Okay, so your one foreign film is the worst one. It's kind of I don't sure. know. No, no I gave it a go, Jesse. I really did give Tell it a go. Tell us about Black Crab because I've never heard of it. Okay, so Black Crab is a like post-apocalyptic sort of war film. Um, a reluctant soldier embarks on a desperate mission to cross a frozen sea with top-secret cargo. It ends up turning into like a pandemic sort of film. There's like yep, a virus sure. and stuff in there. But it just... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Numi Rapace as the main character, she's doing her best, all right? But there's just nothing happening that's making it exciting. Mm-hmm. The only exciting thing about this film was when they have to cross the frozen lake and they're ice skating and they have an action scene with the ice skates and they're trying to shoot at each other with the ice skates. I thought that was kind of cool. All right. Um, 
and the way that they're having like dodge and and when someone gets shot, I thought that was cool. You see the white snow, um, but sure. there's the blood in the snow as well, which I thought looked nice quite visually, like the strong contrast there. Yeah. Um, but this, I, I think I was actually ripping my hair out with this one, oh, metaphorically. Well, it was just too long. It was only an hour 49, but it it, it, it really dragged on, unfortunately. Um, none of the characters are memorable at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and the opening scene as well, I'll just give a quick shout out to that one, was all right. Yep. Forgotten what it was since my letter of pocket review said <laughs> that. But I found that uh, interesting. Um, it. It, throughout it is sprinkled lots of noisy moments. So they have lots of gunshots or big um, explosions or whatever to try and get your attention back. Yep. But then you lose interest again. So the film, you get whiplash because you're pulled in with some exotic action scene. Then you're going, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they pull you in again. Um, it just failed to capture my interest quite early on. Um, but thankfully it does pick up in the last 30 minutes uh, with a very powerfully visual scene. And I think that has to do with the... <laughs> the pandemic thing and how that virus gets released or whatever. Yep. And I think, oh, and I think she dies as well, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So spoiler warning, sort of, um, cause this came out back in March. So this has been quite oh, a yeah, while. That's been a while then. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, everything else about this film though is terrible and bad pacing is leading the charge. I don't think I ever <laughs> want to watch this again. Oh dear. Uh, uh, well, 25. For this one. Oh, so that, 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 that's what I gave Moonfall. So that's my <laughs> We're getting there, Jesse. We're getting there. Next year, we'll be down to the low lows, I think. No, oh, this I'm year. proud of you, Joel. You've, yeah. had, you've watched some bad movies. Thank movies you, Jesse. I'm proud of you. Thank Any you. honorable mentions? Yes. That's now, these thing. films, I'm not going to say they're bad in the way that I failed them. Um, these are just films that have sort of become disappointing to me over the course of the year yeah. or have let me down in some way sure. or another. Yeah. So, just I'm going to start yeah. with uh, The King's Man. Oh, yeah, on my, on my honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Yep. Um, Jurassic World Dominion, yeah, I was quite yeah. let down with that one because, again, it was supposed to conclude the saga. Sure. Instead, we're focusing on locusts, not dinosaurs. <laughs> um, Death on the Nile has soured oh, in my mouth. Nice. I would probably give it two and a half stars as opposed okay, to the yeah. three. Probably me too, yeah. Um, and Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, that's I harsh. Like I to. thought it was fun. You thought it was fun? I thought it was fun. It was bad, but it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, it, it's gotten worse, unfortunately. The only redeeming thing... About it probably are the the colourful visuals, um, and the the colourful performances. And Russell Crowe. Yeah, and Russell Crowe. You are Russell. not invited to the audience. <laughs> uh, mine, on mentions uh, the secrets of Dumbledore. That's, no, that's crap. I'm glad it's um, not. Been men made. also yep. meet cute, which is like a time loop romance with Kelly Cuckoo and Pete Davidson. Yeah, not great. <laughs> Morbius, Deep Water. A quote unquote erotic thriller with Ben Affleck <laughs> and Anna Damas. Right. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new the remake. Right. Some I good that kill, came out last Good year. kills, no plot. Yep. Uh, Ticket to Paradise. No. Oh, uh, come on. And The King's Man. So Lost City isn't even in my HMs. <laughs> is, uh, you must have laughed at much more than I did. Oh, yeah, I thought it was one, right. So thank you for sticking with us. It's yes. been a, a long episode. Long episode. But, but we, I we think... had to warn you of these bad films. We yes. just had to. Yes. And, you know, these sort of, I mean, we can kind of count this as a special depending yeah. on how long it goes for. But but I think it is important to spend longer time on these end of year yeah. episodes. Our, because our top ten will be much quicker. <laughs> yes, yes, we have lots. We of don't have to convince you, like, not to watch it. Yes, basically. we'll just have some praise, praises to give, praises to give. Yeah. Um. But yes, and we've been a bit slack with the polls, but they will be back New Year. Yeah. Who's, whose job back. is it to do the polls, Joe? 
Mine. Yep, so. I've got it. <laughs> Officially received that. No, I, I, I've also forgotten. So it's, we shared the blame on that yes, one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I did a nice Christmas post. You did. That was, that was very nice. I did Thank appreciate you, that. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, I promise with the social content this year, I'm gonna. I'm really trying to commit to um, widening the podcast and creating more connections with um, with you guys, the audience, and fellow podcasts as well. I'd love to. Um, get us out there and, and get us connected. Um, For sure. So socials are going to be picking up in activity. Uh, merch will be bought soon. I got <laughs> money for it. So uh, merch, go check out if our merch. You on buy our merch. Actually, we don't get the money for it anyway, so it doesn't matter. But buy it. Yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, like I said, you can follow uh, what we're up to on at Bromax Pod on Instagram. And don't forget to share the podcast and share with us your film opinions as well. Yes, for sure. Anything I've missed, Jesse? No. No? Well, that's been 2022. I'm glad we've got the other system. I can't wait for our best 10. I know. It's really exciting. And I think, do you guys want to see a most excited for 2023? Because Jesse and I... Well, we're doing it anyway. We're going to do it. (laughs) So let us know. Let us know. Uh, My name's Joel. I'm Jesse. And we'll catch you next time. See you later. Peace.